from Television City in Hollywood. Hey gang, Jay Bullard here, your host of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. And it's come to my attention that there are only a total of three episodes on the new feed since I made the switch from Podbean to Anchor.fm. Well, for the benefit of new listeners, number one, welcome. Number two, namaste. Number three, buckle up. You're about to take a trip into the recent past. Now, this weekend in 2019, I'm recording this segment on a snowy Monday, the 2nd of December, 2019. So was the turnpike from Stockbridge to Boston. And so was the throwaway from Albany to Buffalo or thereabouts, if I had my guess. But anywho's, it's a year ago this coming weekend, I made my trip to... I made an annual trip, rather. Hello. I made my annual trip to the Franklin Alley Social Club. Actually, this was the first time they did this. They had a party called Christmas in July in December. And, of course, there was the, what I believe was the, at the time, the fourth annual Babes in Troyland Market, a joint production between the Troy Flea Market and Talk House. That's where it's held. Well, on the day, I managed to get interviews in both venues, and this is an episode that originally dropped on December 10th, 2018. I'm going to present these episodes uncut, unadulterated, unwhatever. They're going to be exactly as they were broadcast or podcast on the day. So step back into the Wayback Machine and get ready to take a ride forward into the past. I'll talk to you soon with a new episode of this podcast, episode 94. And all the trimmings and all the look back on Thanksgiving and Christmas and that. Well, not Christmas, but the run up here, the road to Christmas. All right, I've said too much, but I haven't said enough to quote R.E.M. All right, let's just have the episode. Here we go. Episode 66. Originally dropped December 10th, 2018. Enjoy. This time on the Keep It To Yourself podcast... Your humble host continues the holiday season celebrations, but with a slightly different twist. What am I talking about? You'll find out later, plus all the usual BS. Or not. Just listen and see what happens. But first, this. And as always, is Jason Bullet. The man the hour. Woo! Too sweet to be sour, Jack. And I don't need to tell you where I'm coming from today. You probably figured it out by now, so I don't want to think the audience was playing dumb. But anyway, this episode is being recorded the week of December 10th, 2018. Continuing the holiday season celebrations, I hope my listeners of the Mosaic Persuasion had themselves a nice Hanukkah. And we are getting ready for Christmas, and I'm getting ready for my 36th birthday. So looking forward to that. I'm getting to be an old man right before your ears and eyes and whatnot. Well, that's just how it is, folks. Let's get to our social media plugs before we get ourselves in an even deeper hole than we already are. By we, I mean hi. Pronouns, pal. Thanks, Vince. You can follow me on Twitter at 
518 underscore bowl. Instagram, I can be found at Jason underscore 51838. And of course, there's always the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page. That's where the new episodes go when I put them out on the interwebs for your listening and dancing pleasure and holiday merrymaking pleasure as well. Just a quick note here before we start as far as housekeeping is concerned. Uh, we are getting into the holiday season here. This is the second to last episode of 2018 and what a year it has been for this podcast and for me personally. We'll get into all that. Next week will be the 2018 year in review show and we'll be taking a couple of weeks off for Christmas, for New Year's, and for adjacent family activities. So you'll have to wait until the New Year to see how I spent the holidays, as they are so called. In this week's episode, I stay in the tease. Let me explain this more in depth. We're going to be taking a bit of a different turn with the format of this podcast. We actually had some guests. There's been some clamor among the audience, like, why are you going to have guests on? Why isn't this going to not be you talking and flapping your gums? Well, your prayers have been answered, at least for this week anyway. This past Sunday, or this past Saturday, I should say. Hello. This past Saturday, I went over to Babes in Troyland at Talk House, and of course there was a party downstairs at Franklin Alley Social Club, and I did some interviews here. Now, you're going to hear those later. They were very brief because there were some rather busy people that were at these places. I talked with some of the vendors, actually some of the people providing amusements, and there's a certain person whose tires I've been pumping all this time. I believe he's going to make an appearance if memory serves. We shall see. Let's get the shout-outs here. I'm in the car, so we're back to those old problems with recording while driving. Never use your cell phone while driving. It's a little reminder. I haven't done that in a while. A little refresher there. Anyway, no real shout-outs here, but I do want to give some plugs to my podcasting family before we start. Listen to them after you're done with this podcast. And that's Cease Beaston, Beast on the Road. Comes out with one every so often. Truck driving podcast in Warrior all the way out in Arkansas, enjoying the holiday season with family. Also, there's Heidi Sakari, Heidi versus the world. She's going to come up later on, at least I'll mention her. Uh, she's one of the owners of Talk House and Franklin Alley Social Club, that whole building in Troy, New York, where I was this past weekend. And of course, there's P.A. Turner, the Break It Down show. Moderately good album fight. This time it was Prince versus Van Morrison. I found out the albums. I was kind of disappointed, to be honest with you. It would have been a better fight, in my opinion, if it had been Prince's 1983 album, 1999, versus any other Van Morrison album, like, I don't know, St. Dominic's Preview, The Band and His Choir, something like that. That would have made for a great, uh, I mean, for a better fight. Whatever album Brown Eyed Girl was on. Now, you'll have to forgive me for two things with this episode. A, that I'm on the road again, and B, that it seems like this episode is going to be one big vanity project. Far from it. I want to make a little departure here from the format I stated earlier. I'm going to sound like a broken record here. I apologize for that. But I had to get a new direction under the podcast. Well, it wasn't just I took a rest Sunday after all that excitement late Saturday afternoon, early Saturday evening. Just yesterday as I record this, on Sunday, my dad and I were invited to Sunday dinner at my Uncle Al's house in North Adams, Massachusetts, and we had my Uncle Sidney and Patty join us. On the menu for the day, 
Yankee pot roast with asparagus, carrots, peas, and I see an ambulance in the back here. Well, the ambulance wasn't part of the menu, but I'm looking at my rearview mirror, and there it is way behind me. Thank goodness, I may have to pull off. We'll see what happens. Anyway, it was a great dinner, but Dad kind of thought I took a little pot shot at Uncle Al for how dry the pot roast was. It was still good, though. It filled me up. And for dessert, a Yule log, a couple of pieces of which we took home for leftovers. In fact, I'm making a pot roast melt. I made one last night after a rather meager dinner. Tell you what, bullets know how to eat, know how to cook dinner, let me tell you. Still good though, but Dad thought it was a bit of a slight towards Uncle Lau, but I texted him as soon as I got home, and I said, hey, thanks for the meal, I'm sorry I insulted the pot roast, but Uncle Lau was like, ah, you're all right, it's all good. So I was saying, well, I'm gonna have like a pot roast melt. I remember back to the old grandma's restaurant, in suburban Albany, New York, the suburb of Colony, where I'm headed right now, when I leased my Kia Sportage a few years back, and we decided to break for lunch, we decided to go to Grandma's in Colony, all those pies famous around Thanksgiving, Christmas time, for their wide selection of pies. Well, we did not go for pie, well, I decided to have the Yankee pot roast melt. I tell you, that was so good, I decided to do the magic and recreated the magic and hopefully it'll be the same thing don't cross your fingers though. don't hold your breath it may not be the same so the great dinner and now ladies and gentlemen got a little addition to tales of franklin alley and we're going to skip the music on this one because i forgot to mention this last week and i feel remiss for doing this we were back at trivia after thanksgiving uh, our man Dan was not there, but there was another person who took his place. He had to pull out the 11th hour, Dan did. And we struggled. He was uh, such a key part of our team that we actually got five questions of 10 in the first round. That was half. So we really felt that we rallied back, but unfortunately, we could not overcome a shaky start. And we lost out on the grand prize. We did get shots, though. Well, actually, we didn't get shots. I don't know. We got a little dip in the swag bag. I don't think we won any prizes. I think we got screwed out of the swag bag. But, anywho, that was a shortened, delayed version of Tales of Franklin Alley. And, besides, this whole episode is going to be Tales of Franklin Alley and Talk House. Because this past Saturday, the 8th of December, I made it out to the Collar City for Babes in Troyland, the flea market. Troy Flea was in the house, a lot of vendors, lots of fun to be had, Arden Baker with a board game cafe, Egg Mac escaped in an escape room, which I did not partake. I had something from the board game cafe to eat, but I did not uh, play any of the games though, so it wasn't as full an experience I would have liked. Uh, just like expectation versus reality this whole day was. So while I didn't get the full benefit, the day was saved though by these interviews, and also meeting a rather um, good-looking young woman. Uh, we're in one of the shops on the second floor, right near where Enigmatic Escapes had set up their table. And the thing with these escape rooms, you got to book these things in advance. So that's why I did not partake. Plus, it was a discounted price. But I went solo deep, so it's not like I went with a group of friends like, hey, let's try the escape room. Let's book this in advance. Far from it. But... When we were in one of the rooms where the vendors had set up in the, on the second floor of Talk House, I met this rather attractive redhead. What is it with this billing with you and redheads, Jay? 
I don't know, but they seem to pop up every time I come, whether it's Talk House or downstairs at Franklin Alley. But we're getting beside the point here. Uh, it was this redhead. She had worn a green uh, cloche hat like the flappers used to wear. And she looked rather pretty, so I wound up striking the conversation. I was wearing a Santa hat as I was attending the Christmas in July and December party downstairs. The main reason I was in the building to begin with. So, I used the hat as a way to start the conversation. and We had a great chat, and then sometime before I left, uh, she wound up with her little group, and we said goodbye again. Now, there's one mistake of meeting somebody, and this is a lesson I learned. When you meet somebody or any place and somebody catches your eye, Try your darnest to swap contact info with them. I found this person interesting, but there was no way I could contact her and no way she could contact me and try and set things up to meet again sometime down the line. So there's a lesson right there to be learned, folks. Especially young Sparky's out there listening. Anyway, with all that out of the way, my personal life getting vetted, we're going to take you right to this series of short interviews with just a handful of people who are in attendance for both events. In chronological order, you're going to hear from Frank Sakari, who, along with his wife Heidi, run both Franklin Alley Social Club and Talk House, where both these events were taking place, the market and party respectively. Second of all, we go upstairs to Talk House. We're going to talk with Charlotte Guyton, part owner of the Barden Baker Board Game Cafe in Troy. And third of all, we're going to talk with Stephen Collin, who is the owner of Enigmatic Escape, that escape room of the Troy Atrium. So you're going to hear from all three of them, bing, 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 in that order. Now, would I have loved to have gotten more people? You betcha, but it was just really busy, and other times I just lollygagged. So, without any further ado, let hindrance or delay, we'll get you out to the series of short interviews right now. Sorry for the interruption, but uh, just a brief, just uh, how did Franklin Alley get started? Just give us the Cliff Notes version, because we got a band setting up and you're a busy person. Yeah, yeah. Um, we started, uh, we owned the building for Talk House, and we had this bowling alley down here. Yeah. And I uh, just wanted to do something cool with it, and somehow the idea of shuffleboard came about. I don't know, <laughs> Heidi and I were having some drinks and throwing ideas off the wall, and shuffleboard came up, and 
and it all kind of steamrolled from there. That band sound you hear in the background is the band warming up. They're going to be getting ready pretty soon, so I figured no time like the present to get a word in with Mr. Sakari. So things have been going well. You're nearing your one-year anniversary there, Frank? Yeah, it's coming up in a couple weeks. We're going to have a big party. I hope you're coming. Well, you're speaking on behalf of your wife here, and I just want to say uh, early one-year anniversary. Congratulations on the, thanks, on the uh, business here. Thank you for all your support. Full service for profit. Oh, yeah. For, <laughs> all right, well, thanks for doing it, Frank. Absolutely, Jay. you bike tonight, you wear white. All right, thank you. Charlotte Guyton, of, uh, owner of Barden Baker Board uh, Game Barden Cafe. Barden Baker, this is a new business that's come on to Troy, or come into Troy, I should say. Whoops, slip of the tongue there. It's the holidays, folks. <laughs> so, uh, Barden Baker opened up last October, from what I understand. Just give a brief explanation to those uh, outside of the capital region what this is about, Barden Baker. Absolutely. Um, so, we are a board game cafe, so we have over 600 games to play in a traditional cafe environment. Um, definitely putting the emphasis on the entertainment value of board games. Um, we have a full food and beverage program, full liquor license, plenty of locally roasted coffee and tea as well. Of course, uh, you must have had quite a time getting the liquor license because uh, the two owners of this building downstairs, one of them had to get a liquor license for the business two floors below where we are right now. Oh, yes. It can be a real you-know-what. The liquor authority can be a bear, but uh, we I decided to do it myself, and it worked out pretty well. We, we got the license, so and that's good We're all good glad sign. of that. I uh, did not invite my first visit. This was like last month. I believe it was. I was with the French language meetup. We had a wonderful time there. Oh, awesome. So Thank we got the, you. the main, well, you're not the proprietors, but the person we had running the account, I believe, is back at the main location. Yeah, uh, Barter Baker on the corner of 5th and Broadway at 501 Broadway. 501 Broadway, yeah, the new building. So one of many new businesses that come in Detroit the last several years. All right, well, you we might have some customers here. So, Barton, oh. so this is the Barton Baker. Thanks for talking, Charlotte. Thanks so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. We got the head man here, Enemac Escape. They're doing an escape room at Cock House here, or they did by the time this episode drops. Your name, sir? Uh, Stephen Cola. Oh, good to see. Good to hear uh, from you, Steve. The escape room was upstairs. I got a little. Uh, I got to move out of the way here. So, just a quick word about Enigmatic Escape. Uh, first escape room in the capital region, if not in Troy. Well, first one in Troy. Yeah, there's some others around there. Yep, yep. Uh, so we're so we're a uh, escape room. We're uh, run by uh, run by RPI alums. Me and my business partner. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We both uh, graduated from RPI, uh, working on games, and we uh, decided we were gonna. Uh, make an escape room, played one down in New York City, really liked it. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got uh, two rooms currently. We've got a uh, turn of the century, Professor's Gone Missing, mm. you're here there to find his will, and we've got a, um, a 90s uh, consumer electronics store, so a lot oh, of old uh, retro tech. 
Oh, it's not like that Radio Shack. Oh, that's the 80s. Never mind. <laughs> well, but think more like Best Buy, consumer electronics, oh, yeah. more like TVs kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, okay, so that's in the atrium just down the street, the Enigmatic Escapes. That it is. So, escape rooms have become all the rage. You guys must have uh, hit your wagon to this car on that one. Yeah, jumped in right uh, right as they started to get hot. Uh, like I said, played one down in New York City. They were bigger down there at that point. And we uh, said, hey, we can do this. All right, well, that's good. Well, uh, looks like you don't have much business at the moment. It's probably the big Waiting, we've, got, right we've got a 445 booking. They have not shown up yet. Oh, okay, so you got to book this out in advance. This is something you really can't uh, do willy-nilly. You can't, like, uh, walk up and, hey, I want to go in the escape room and do the bit. If you're lucky and there's no one in there, sure, but otherwise you got to make a booking because otherwise you start getting people bumping into each other. Oh, yeah, so that'd be escape from the escape room. <laughs> Something like that. All right, Stephen, good talking to you. and uh, Pleasure. All right, thank you. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoy that. My thanks once again to Frank Sicari, to Charlotte Guyton, and Stephen Cowan of Franklin Alley Social Club slash Talk House, Barden Baker, and Enigmatic Escapes, respectively, for their time discussing their different businesses. It was rather busy at the house, so like I said before, I would love to have gotten more people, but... Things got busier as the late afternoon, early evening wore on. And I would love to have gotten more people on there. But you know what? A miss is as good as a mile. Three is enough. Anyway, got some final thoughts here. A little burp there. Hope you didn't catch that. Got some final thoughts here before I wrap up this episode. I'm going to do a little Jason Sports Corner here. And let me tell you something. Between my home... Bullet House, and also Franklin Alley Social Club. I watched me a good deal of sports this past weekend. Holy shit. A lot of great variety. It's the holiday season. It's a great time for it. I watched the Army-Navy game in the bar. Actually, there were two TVs facing one another at Franklin Alley Social Club in the bar area. On one TV was the Army-Navy game, and the TV opposite was the Georgetown-Syracuse game. Now, I have some interest in the Army-Navy game, and I always root for Navy because my dad and one of my uncles are both Navy veterans. And if there's any military veterans out there, thank you for your service. It's truly appreciated. So I was kind of disappointed that Navy couldn't pull off the upset. Army, though, has had one hell of a year. It's the first time back-to-back -back years they were able to pull off some 10-win seasons. Usually Navy's the far dominant team, but they sure as heck weren't this season. Navy pulled off quite a rally, but they fell short in the end. And, of course, we got to talk about that Syracuse-Georgetown game. Oh, the wonderful rivalry from the glory days of the Big East. This is going to wind up being the last one, unfortunately. Let me tell you, it was an instant classic. You can send that rivalry off in grand fashion. The Orange got a uh, long-range two-point shot, and it, uh, two and a half seconds left, and that led the Orange to victory. Sure got my brother-in-law all steamed. So there you go right there. Of course, there was a lot of NFL action I watched on Sunday. I was over at my Uncle Sid's now. They get two different CBS stations, one's from Boston, the other's from our neck of the woods, uh, the Albany area. On the channel that carries WBZ, they had the Patriots the Dolphins. Oh, what an ending to that game. Miami scoring the upset with a little hook and ladder action, like the band is on the field. Go back to the Stanford band episode two weeks ago. And, of course, there was also the Giants. Well, I feel bad for the Redskins. They really butchered this whole thing with Colt McCoy. His leg and all the serious stuff he's dealing on that front. 
So there you go right there. Great sports weekend, probably the best of the year. Well, I'm going to stop talking now and bring to an end this road trip down Route 66 on the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Thanks as ever for listening. I truly appreciate it. Never take the audience for granted. Never have, never will. When you get a second, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Five-star rating, good write-up. That always helps. You can also listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, on Podbean, on the TuneIn app. And now you can listen on Spotify. I'm very happy to make that boast. The song you're hearing in the background, this is a nice way to end my 36th year on this earth. And it's a great song I discovered from a fellow upstate New Yorker who has a podcast himself called The Sportscasters. Steve Bennett all the way out in Buffalo, New York. He played this song at the end of the most recent episode of his podcast. Big shout out to Steve. And this is a great little mellow song here. This is called Nutshell by Allison Chains playing you out at the end of this episode. Once again, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week for our last episode of 2018, Year in Review Show, hopefully Holiday Shit Fest. Stay tuned for that. And as always, and above all else, and as ever, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. This time on the Keep It To Yourself podcast, your humble host hits the road and continues to celebrate the holiday season in a slight part... You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. With a number of people who are in attendance. Actually... There are about three of them. You can count with a finger in one hand when you think it's like the. Every night is the fucking chicken.